Hi friends, I am Erin from Erin Whalen Online, and this is a podcast about my family's homesteading journey. From an urban farm in Washington State to 120 acres in Tennessee, this is our journey of how we got to where we are and how we're building our homestead from the ground up. Thanks for being here. Hello again, friends, and happy Wednesday. I did not show up on here last week, you guys. Life has just been so messy. And I, I think in 2023, I just really need to work on my whole life. I've struggled with consistency. I am like high or low. And so I've been getting better with age, but um, not to the point where I want or should be right now. So I'm going to continue to work on that. Um, but life is just really, really messy for us right now. So we are in the middle. <clears throat> I want to do like a whole Christmas, like December on Christmas stuff. But you guys like Christmas, I, I love Christmas. I love the holidays. But when you, w- we right now in this old house are working on so many other projects that I can only give so much to Christmas this year. And I know we've kind of already talked about that on here is every year is is different and we can't beat ourselves up about it. We just have to accept where we are this year and the priorities that we have this time around and and just kind of go with it. Because if you don't go with it, then you're just going to be frustrated and stressed and all the other things. And so we don't need more of that in our lives, right? Um, And so today, oh, on also, update for all those vested in my parents and their um, stuff arriving. Their U-Haul did show up, I think it was, was it the day after Thanksgiving or two days? It was right around there. And so they do have their stuff. We had kind of given up. <laughs> and and then they called and they said they were bringing it. It was dirty. I think they're missing a few things. Um, but it's there. They have their beds. They have their... They're most important things, and so that is really good. So update on that for you. Um, But back to our house. (laughs) So we have all of our family coming over in a few short days. In like 14 days, I think, we're having um, my sister, her husband, their two boys, and my other sister coming. And um, my sister's family is going to stay over with my parents, but my sister Emily is staying over here. But we will be having all of the dinners and everything at our house because my parents – also moved into a fixer-upper, though definitely not as old as ours. Their house, I think, is like 1970s. Um, and they're moving or they're putting in a beam over a wall that was load-bearing. And so they they have their kitchen ripped up right now. They have an oven and like one little counter in their kitchen and some pop-up tables. Like we are both, <laughs> we are both, my, my parents and us are, I would consider like roughing it. <laughs> So every day brings new challenges. So they don't basically have a kitchen. Um, And so we're going to be doing all the food and everything in our house here. And we only have our one bathroom, which is in disrepair and needs fixing. If you guys were around or if you follow on Instagram, I encourage you to do that. I share so much more of the day-to-day there and um, what we're doing. But we are, our shower has always leaked. Like there was a crack in the shower insert on the floor and they had tried to tape it and we knew when we moved in that it was leaking that we needed to repair this but we knew oh we knew the minute we started working on the bathroom it would be like opening a can of worms and we couldn't we're like we just want to pull out the insert put another insert in and because we don't have the money or we don't have the time or the finances right now to work on the bathroom our finances are going towards the B&B they're going towards other things to get them up and running so we can generate some income and start working on these other projects so those are like the first priorities, but our shower was leaking so much that we were afraid 
um, that the, it would start rotting the joists underneath. That we were going to have floor issues. Like we couldn't hold off on it any longer. We knew it was one of the things that was very important that we do um, very soon after moving in. So we are eight months moving here now and, and we're to the point like we fixed the foundation. We got the AC and the heat going, all those things. You can look at all the other episodes for everything we've done um, so far up until this point. And now we needed to work on the shower. So we ripped out the shower today. <laughs> and just like we thought, uh, we'll, we'll be doing more than we had hoped. We had hoped we would only be able to just like throw a new insert in, call it a day until we could do the shower, like the whole bathroom remodel in about a year. Um, it wasn't a hope that we were really clinging to because we thought probably we would have some issues. And what had happened was we have two subfloors. Um, which I think is, I, you guys, I'm not like super construction savvy. So I think that's pretty standard in most houses to have two subfloors. Um, so there was a bottom original subfloor, then there was a subfloor on top of that. Well, when we ripped out the shower insert and took out the, um, the particle board, like the fake wood flooring LVP, I don't even know if it was LVP. There was, um, laminate underneath that and underneath the laminate was the subfloor and the subfloor had some mold issues in it, but it wasn't like super, super bad. And so we were like, well, maybe we'll just put a new um, shower insert over this. We'll just, you know, bandage it up for right now. But then the floor was still moving quite a bit. And we're like, I just wonder if the water damage is like in between the subfloors. And that ended up being true. <laughs> we took the top subfloor out and um, the water had leaked in between the subfloors and kind of spread out, um, like sandwiched itself in between. So it went to one wall. <laughs> What's that song? To the, Yeah, anyhow, to the walls. It went to the walls. <laughs> and so it spread out quite far into about halfway into the um, bathroom itself like into the center of the bathroom and then obviously to the end wall of the room um and the bottom floor was basically crumbling <laughs> so uh and so we call travis's dad because he's been in construction we're like uh what do we do <laughs> so basically um what we decided to do was we are actually called a plumber out because we because we have everything exposed right now we're going to do some of the things that we want to have in our finished bathroom so we'd always planned on taking the shower and making it larger because they had boxed it in on both sides framed it in to hold the insert well um we're going to take the frame out and the frame part that was holding the water the shower all the plumbing we're going to move to the other side that's more internal inside the house and we're going to expand that space so I don't think I'm probably making a ton of sense on here but anyhow because we have everything exposed we decided to get the plumber out so we have the plumber coming tomorrow originally we weren't going to do this but we're like we're already here and we don't want to patch it up halfway like we, if we're if we're going to do the floor we're going to do it solid like the shower we're going to put a bottom pan in and we're going to do some tile work that we eventually want to remove and do like a full tile floor with the slant and everything but that's just not feasible right now um, but the pan and tiling the wall was actually the cheapest option because another insert was I think it was over two thousand dollars for an insert and for the pan it was like 150 and then the tile which is relatively we'll just get inexpensive subway tile and do that so we want to do the floor good so we don't have to come back and do the floor on that side of the room again because this is our only bathroom we're going to do this half right now and just make it do it good enough to be able to hold up for the foreseeable future and then eventually we'll gut the other half redo that and then come back over and redo the shower part again anyhow all to say that like as much as i want to focus on christmas right now there are things happening to where i just do not have the brain capacity which also brings me to um, I just want to share a little bit insight into blogging. I know I have a lot of people on here that are actually bloggers or think about it. I get a lot of questions all the time about blogging and, and income and all that kind of things. And I don't want to delve too much into that, but I do want to touch on it a little bit because it is, 
you know, like along with homeschooling and fixing this house and being a homemaker and all that, I also do do blog work and I do it because I do bring an income in from this. And eventually this is one of the ways we're going to bring Travis home from work is the income from my blogging and the income from the B&B. And basically the B&B is going to allow us to have Travis home so that I can work more on my blogging to then bring the income up from there as well because I can only do so much by myself. So from the added income of the B&B, Travis will be able to come home and then I can build up the blog more. But what I wanted to talk about too was just kind of like leaning into when you feel like you need to pivot. And this could be in any kind of like if you're doing any kind of business or maybe even just homemaking and having different priorities for different times in your life. But I'm taking a course right now actually through Lisa from Farmhouse on Boone. And it's a blogging course and I love Lisa. I have listened to her podcast. I have um, I have been following her on Instagram for a very long time. She's just so full of wisdom and she's just so kind. She has just a very calming spirit about her. And, um, and so I really enjoy following her and I know that she does so well with her blog. And so every now and then it's kind of nice to reevaluate the back end of your blog, to reevaluate your links and, and how you're doing things and, and best practices. Um, it had been a while since I have done any of that. And so I was like, let me just do this because there are some months where I do make enough to do almost the same amount as Travis's paycheck. Like it's great. And then there's other months where I'm hardly bringing in anything. So there's very much of a fluctuation with what I'm doing. And I, I want it more of a steady income. <laughs> uh, that's provides stability, obviously, financially for our family and then can also bring Travis home. So and in the grand scheme of things, I was taking this course and I have decided, you know, I love home decor. I love sharing about it and I will never stop sharing about it. But you kind of have to, especially with the blogging business, like it's very visual. It's very, people want video. They want like great photography these things are important you know blogging before everybody kind of used to have crappy picture not everybody but like it wasn't as important because there wasn't as many but now the market is so saturated that to really do well you have to hone your skills it actually is a job it actually does produce an amazing income for some people if they take it seriously and if they um, study and stay involved and up on the trends and up on the things and there's so much in it. <laughs> but I was kind of deciding like it's it's hard living in in this house right now because there's nothing visually where I can go through and take like I can't decorate a shelf and have it look great for photos because along with the shelf if I pan out in my house you're going to see my almost literally burgundy redwood floors like they're so ugly. They make everything in the house just they just like cast this light on everything. Anyhow, it's very frustrating. Um, and there's just so many things that we need to do that if I'm going to be absolutely and honestly real with myself, my photos, no matter how great I take them, no matter how styled the shelf is, those red floors are going to set the photo off and they're not going to get pinned to Pinterest as much. They're not, the videos are not going to be as um, enjoyable to watch as someone who had beautiful new flooring. And, and I'm not saying that like you have to have a perfect house. I just... Like brutal, honest truth, people are visual. And if you have some off-putting things, you're just not going to get as many views and as many looks. And maybe some people can contradict me. You know, if you have an idea for me, I'm all ears. But 
if I'm looking at it from a business perspective, those kind of videos and things right now for me are not going to do well. They did great at my Pangolin house because we had worked hard to create the aesthetics. We had redone walls. We had redone floors. We had updated bathroom. Like we did a lot there to where I could work with brands and do things like that in my house and take some amazing shots for companies like anywhere from vacuum companies to tile cut. Like I worked with so many different because it was a beautiful house to, to photograph. Well, I don't have the backdrop here for those great photographs and for those great videos. And so I had to be really honest with myself and go, okay, you know, I could just continue to try to do this that, that I know is not going to work very well, or I can just kind of like swap right now and go, okay, you know, pictures of my house at this moment in time are not going to be that great. I'm not going to get the, um, the page views and things from sharing that kind of information. So what can I share now that's beautiful, that I enjoy and that provides value, right? Um, and I love to cook. <laughs> I love to bake, you guys. If you've been following me for any amount of time, you know I have a history with like cake decorating for weddings and tons of different things. And so this is something that really brings me joy. And my kitchen right now is has beautiful lighting in it. I have wonderful, wonderful um, outdoor light that hits my counters. And I have some really beautiful counters that I can photograph on. I have some wood counters and I can change things up. And and I know how to photograph food. Like I'm, I, I'm not the best, but I'm definitely not the worst either. I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of how to photograph well with food. And I enjoy making food and creating recipes. And so I decided instead of trying to just feel like I was constantly disappointed with how my photos were turning out in my house or sharing a project and it didn't do well. Well, I'm going to focus on what I know I can do the most, like the best at right now, and that is recipes and cooking. And the ones that I have, that I have placed out have done really, really well, which just even lends more to the fact that I am pursuing at this moment the correct thing. Um, and so I think that was kind of a turning point for me in – and just feeling very frustrated the last few months, ever since moving here. Like this is our end goal. This is our dream. My house is going to be beautiful one day, but it isn't right now. <laughs> you know, like brutal honesty, it isn't right now. There's spots and there's moments and there's places where there it is, but aesthetically holy, like it's it's frustrating sometimes looking at different places and being on Pinterest and um, trying not to play the game of envy, you know? Like it's it's frustrating because I know it's here, but everything we want to do also requires money. Um, and that's flying out the window very quickly lately. So I'm going to lean into the cooking because it brings me joy. It um, it does very well on, on the blog. And then also I just want to touch on kind of where I was frustrated in my business. And this, again, you guys, I, this podcast is all over the place. I so apologize for that. It You know, this is basically a podcast about homesteading and owning your own business and homeschooling your kids. And it's just going to have a little bit of variety of all that into it. But when I was looking, when I was when I was doing Lisa's course and I was just really evaluating and having a heart to heart with myself um, and why I wasn't as far as I wanted to be in my business and why my income has been so like exaggerated and different every month. And honestly, if I'm being truthful with myself, I was fo- I was focusing, <laughs> excuse me, focusing on the vanity metrics way too much. I was I've been focusing on Instagram too much. I was trying to play the game and cheat at it a little bit. Like, not cheat, but I knew that the blog itself was the most important aspect of this, that I get more views on my blog every day by a, by a thousand plus, like easily thousands, actually thousands, um, than I do on Instagram. Like, my blog 
I know a lot of people say blogging is dead, but it's definitely not. Um, there are people making huge incomes from blogging. Do they make it from Instagram and stuff as well? Yes, they do. But blogging is, I mean, every time you go to Pinterest and type something in, you're usually going to land on a recipe on someone's blog or a DIY on someone's blog. Like that's just their, their websites, you know, their decor, home decor and recipe websites. And, um, and so I do make actively much more money on my blog than on Instagram. And yeah, I find myself every day focusing more on Instagram, maybe because it's easier and I enjoy it and it's fun to pop in on Instagram stories and chat with people. But, you know, there's only so many hours in a day and I want to be with my family a lot too. And so I really had to be like, do I need to take a step back from the social channels and lean in more to the blog where that's where I see the most financial gain and the most gain for my time. So my my time is valued at a higher rate there than it is when I spend on any other social platform. Um, and so I'm really trying to lean in and be more disciplined about placing things on there and updating posts that I know that I didn't do as well as I should have um, and just really going gung-ho into that. And so I will still be posting decor and I'll still be sharing things on Instagram and behind the scenes stuff that just doesn't really make it to a pretty photograph or maybe a blog post. Like it'll be on Instagram stories because I do enjoy showing up there and I enjoy engaging with people there. I, I find it very, very fun. But um, I'm reprioritizing my time as far as there will be more time placed um, on my blog every month because that's more, the most bang for my buck, you know? And um, so I guess that's an encouragement to anyone out there. If you feel the need to pivot or if you just realize that something isn't working right now, it's okay to restructure and change. That doesn't mean you're giving, like you're giving up. It just means that you realize that at this point in time that that is not the best way to spend your time and that you need to divert for a little about, a little while and concentrate on something else um, before you maybe go back to it and try again. And so like once we get beautiful new floors in here, like that's going to be huge. But... <laughs> Sadly, um, I think most of our floors, you know, there's not going to be water damage on, under all of it, but I know we'll have to stabilize our floors quite a bit throughout the bottom of the house to place tile and do the different things that I really want to do. Um, and so that's going to be a big financial thing for us. And one of the reasons we haven't tackled the flooring yet is because we know a lot of the subfloors are damaged and we're going to have to do a lot of leveling because our house is on blocks. That was very common for houses about 100 years old um, because of the rain here and everything else. A lot of houses were placed, you know, not on ground, not on concrete slabs. Not that they, I don't even think they had those um, back in the day, <laughs> 100 years ago. But um, the floor sadly will be like one of the last things that we do after we get the B&B up and a bunch of other things going on. So it's just, that's how it is right now. And I just have to come to terms with the fact that as much as I love home decor and everything, it's just not something that's going to give me a return on my investment when I share that right now. And um, I have to look through everything of the lens of how much I want to spend the most time I can every day with my kids. So what can I do well and efficiently so that I can be with them, especially with homeschooling. And uh, I know it's weird to even think about right now, but I'm already thinking about garden seasoning season. I have gotten so many seed catalogs in the mail and they make me giddy. I'm putting them on the pile. Um, I actually have quite a few seeds already that I purchased. I've been purchasing them throughout the summer um, just because I know a lot of times the last few years they've been very hard to come by certain ones. Um, and so I've been purchasing those, but I'm going to go through all the catalogs again after Christmas is over and everything has settled the dust of the holidays. I'm going to pull all my little catalogs out and it's going to be like second Christmas going through and deciding how I want to structure my gardens now that we have our huge, wonderful tiller. And I'm going to really dig into herbs 
I just love them so much. And so I'm going to make a lot of content around that. And I'm just trying to think right now, I'm already excited about, I love January as far as prepping for the new year and getting to decide how you want the next year to look. And I know that 2022 for our family has been huge. Like we moved across the country. We did some really, really big, scary things, but I I think 2023 might be even more exciting, less terrifying, hopefully, (laughs) and just more exciting as we really lean into what we feel God has called us to do. And I really feel like we have gained a lot of direction. um, And I just, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a great year for for our family. So um, I guess I'm going to leave you guys with that today. That was just like a whole lot of random. And so I apologize for that. But if you want a little update on everything, (laughs) there it is. And I will be back next week. I do want to talk about leaning into homemaking a little bit more. I had a um, conversation the other day on Instagram stories about making bread and uh, how I just feel like we're very much marketed to lately on how we can't do things that we really are capable of doing, but it's really easy for a large company to try to tell us we can't or it's going to take up too much of our time. So we spend more money on products that we could easily make and do ourselves if we so choose. And so you guys can go look at that rant if you want to. I saved it to the highlights. I had a few people asking me to do that under, I think I said under food, food or bread. I think it was food in my um, highlight bubbles. It's the first one. Um, And so you can check out that. (laughs) Give me your opinion if you want. Be kind. Um, And we'll just lean into homemaking. And yeah, I think we'll just talk about that a little bit. And so it'll be a really fun conversation. So thank you guys. And I will talk to you next week.